Welcome back to Dadventurous. Dadventurous, the coolest podcast you've probably never listened to before. Yeah. And we have probably like four listeners. So thank you, four listeners. Yeah. <laughs> and um, welcome to the Silly Podcast. Thank you. I mean, I, I don't know why I'm saying thank you. <laughs> thank you. I like being here. It's a good time. Um, cool. We're going to jump back into our story of Kia and Past World. And mod. And mod and nonsense. Right? Yeah. Is there anything we want to talk about beforehand? I don't think so. I'm the daughter. Oh, yeah. We should introduce <laughs> ourselves. Yeah. Um, hello, I am the dad, and I'm the dungeon master of this nonsense. And I'm the daughter, and I'm the player, who I play Kia, a tabaxi ranger who is a ramager, and she's basically boxer cat people, and so she's basically a gray, silver gray Maine Coon tabaxi. She is indeed, and it is adorable. And uh, yeah, so a little bit about what was the world and everything, past world, uh, elsewhere. Uh, you had ventured into the scrape. You had basically been hanging out with your grandfather Gunther. You guys needed some coin. You needed some past world tech. And so you were heading into the scrape for a daily run. A couple things happened. You fought some scrapers. You fought uh, your way up through to floor seven. Yeah. And you found a wounded lady named Maud. And um, no. Huh? An elf. Yep, an elf named Maud. And, uh, and you helped her retrieve her bag, which had some healing stuff in it. And yeah. then last episode, you healed her up to full health. And you guys took a moment to like collect yourselves. And we went up to four and nine. Yeah. And so she gave you some intel on a very powerful artifact that was up there on floor nine that yeah. she felt and you felt as you guys got up there. Uh, she'd been searching for the artifact when the creature attacked her. This really large, singular-eyed monstrosity. Well, we, what I decided to name for this a... Uh, Scrayclops. The Scrayclops, exactly. As you guys made it up there, you started to get that pull from this artifact, and uh, you kind of noticed that it was in a theater as you guys made your way up there. Maud had convinced you to go help her retrieve it, and yeah. you were worried about making sure that Gunther was not going to get mad at you. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you guys are making your way up now. Two, or you were making your way up to floor nine, you came into the theater, and as you approached, a deep rumbling could be heard below your feet, down the floor below you, below the floor theater eight. even. And you guys snuck into the theater. There were some scrap scraper bots that were distracted, shut down, by deactivated a <laughs> by a crazy movie. And in the meantime, you found this artifact. It was a movie projector that seemed to have some sort of effect on these scrapers. Yeah. As soon as you grab the device, though, the massive rumbling and eruption as the floor exploded. And revealing the Scrayclops. The Scrayclops, the massive head of the creature, turned and looked at you, and its singular eye lens focused straight Went, on you and Maud 
and Maud yelled, Run! And that is where we are now. Yeah. So pretty calm. Running. Pretty calm, normal night, I think, is what's going to happen. Just kidding. I need you to roll initiative because we are starting out strong. This is going to be different. This is going to be funky. I'm going to have to run away. Yes, because uh, this is not a combat encounter. 19. Because Ooh, nice. Because as you notice that this thing bursts through the floor, looks at you, goes, the floor starts crumbling out oh. from underneath you guys. And the first thing you notice before combat's even in your mind, you notice that this thing is trying to burst through the floor and it is creating a collapse of the theater. Yeah. And because it's so big. A old light fixture crashes down next to you. The walls start crumbling down. The seats start falling. I kind of want, like, <laughs> the light fixture to land on its head because that would kind of be funny. Okay, so it comes down and lands on its head and it just goes crash and explodes and the creature cocks his head as if it didn't even notice and looks at you and its little eye lens goes and focuses in as it starts clawing its way up through the nonsense. Through the nonsense. And so, you got a great roll. Did I get to go first? No, because what happens very first at the top of the round, the beginning of this escape mechanic, is one of those fixtures falls down right towards you. So we're going to start oh. the thing off by basically a, a layer action of the theater, of the creature, as this thing crumbles. And this is going to be a skill challenge escape. Okay, so I don't need to First open and my foremost, page? Not yet. First, you're going to need to open your skills page, though. Okay. Because this is a skill challenge. So, first and foremost, you need to find yourself a d20, <laughs> and you need to roll for the dexterity saving of this first skill check. Okay, dex. Wait, just any dex? Well, your dex. <laughs> oh, yeah, but. Dex I mean, saving like, throw. Oh, a dex saving throw. I see. Okay. Um, not skill page. Uh, 18. 18. So, with the um. 18, you fly out of the way. You use your cat reflexes to dodge I'm to the side. I'm also carrying a two foot by two foot projector. Okay, so it's not that graceful, but <laughs> you dodge out of the way enough and the light fixture hits the ground and Maud's like, good dodge, we need to get out of here now. And she starts making a move to run, but it's your turn first. Okay, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to just move as fast as I can. I can use dash, can I? Yeah, you can dash. And it's once per action, right? Yeah, once per Movement, or yeah, once per action, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to dash 60 feet. I, I think, yeah, I can dash 60 feet. So what's your plan? Because right now you guys are in the theater. You have the remnants of these scraper bots that you were... How far away am I from the entrance to the theater? Uh, it was just like down the steps and around the corner, down a little hallway. To the okay. entrance of the current theater room you're in or the entrance to the theater as a mm. whole. The current theater room I'm in. Probably 100 feet to the okay. door. So you want to start by making a dash. Yeah. Okay, so you start making a dash. Um, 60 feet. <laughs> easy. And so 
You start running. And then it's going to be the Scrayclops' turn. He is breaking through the floor. He rolled a really high strength check. He bursts through the floor and gets one of his arms up and starts lifting himself up on his turn. <laughs> Maud goes next. She's just going to follow after you and dash. She's going to follow you for now. Okay. Okay, so more stuff starts crumbling. And you guys round the corner and you make it to the door where the two theaters were. I believe there were two. Yeah. Uh, where the two entrances for that one. Frozen 7 and Marvel something. Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> Infinity Endgame Part 17. Yeah. Um, anyway, you guys, you make it to that entranceway, and you can see the main entrance to the theater. You can keep going on your turn, but first we have to go to the top of the round. There's another layer action. As you come out here... Of the theater. You feel this rumbling below and next and behind you as the creature bursts through more old, rusty, gross popcorn machines start falling off the counters and spilling old, moldy, rusty popcorn popcorn everywhere. <laughs> popcorn rusty. I don't know. It's rusty. <laughs> and uh, it spills everywhere and it's gross and sticky. Oh. And so butter? for this section, you can either try to go around the spilt popcorn and go towards the other theater or you can head through and uh, it's difficult terrain. How big Sticky is my jump? Sticky popcorn is difficult terrain. <laughs> How big is my jump? I uh, believe it is your... If you move at least 10 feet, you can cover a number of feet up to your strength score. That's what it is. Oh. So if you move 10 feet, you can long jump whatever your strength score is. Which one? The total number of strength that you have. Over strength. Um, uh, strength is a nine. Okay, so you can only long one. jump forward nine feet. <laughs> How big is the pedal of popcorn? It's a little bit bigger than that, but that would get you like most of the way across. Yeah. So I would say you'd only yeah. lose a little bit of movement. Yeah, I could do that. So you make a running leap. And jump over the whatever popped corn is. Still don't know what it is. Whatever is it? Sticky it's and It's just moldy. nasty. Yeah, it's just nasty. And rusty, popcorn. apparently. Um, yep, rusty popcorns. <laughs> and um, you leap across, but you land kind of in it just a little bit because you don't have a super long jump. Your foot hits it, and it just goes... And it's like old, gross stuff. And you start moving through. But now it's your turn turn. Oh, wait, no, that was your turn. I'm yeah. sorry. Do you have any actions is what I meant to say that you want to use? Because you do have the ability to use actions on your turn. I don't have, like, oh. There's also a theater full of weird popcorn machines, old stanchion devices, things like that, whatever you're feeling. I'm going to not risk it with the popcorn machines again because it's moldy, gross, rusty. Okay. Um, is there, like, any, like, old butter containers? <laughs> you make... For slipperiness. Make an investigation check. Sure. I kind of want to, like, pour butter. I love it. Why it. not? Gross old butter. <laughs> investigation? Yeah. 16. 16? Sure. Uh, you don't know if it's good you don't know much about it, but... It's... I mean, I, I assume I know what butter is. I mean... Huh? I assume I know what butter is. Yeah, that yeah, but, like, but... this is supposed to be, like, past world, so this is, like, nasty old butter. Yeah. So I'm going to say that it's butter adjacent. It <laughs> it's It's greasy, but it doesn't look like butter anymore. It's probably black Oh, uh, yeah. 
I think I'd like if it's like in like a container, I'd probably pick up the container, like sit down to the projector, pick up a container, and just plop it in front of the entrance. To okay. The, to so the, spread it out behind you on your as yeah. your action. Okay. Assuming mod isn't like no mod's like essentially right behind you. So if you wanted to, or you could like throw it. I kind of want to like throw it to like towards the cedar hallway to as like a slipperiness. Okay. Awesome. Like so, oil, except butter. Yeah, exactly. And so you you give it a toss, it hits the ground, and it makes a splatter in that hallway you guys just came out of. Okay. Yeah. Now it is going to be the dude's turn. Suddenly, the wall explodes the, of the theater. He doesn't use the door. Oh. <laughs> and bursts through the wall, and shrapnel flies everywhere. And suddenly... He's behind you a ways, and he's got popcorn and goo to deal with, but he's visible. Okay. And um, I was gonna say, did he avoid my butter? <laughs> it hasn't come to that point yet. Okay. It is. It, it just burst through the wall as his action, but now he's got movement, and he's gonna start coming towards you guys. It's Maud's turn. Okay. Do you think Maud's probably just gonna look at you and be like, "I love it," and she'll probably throw some butter too. Yeah. And dash. She's gonna try to make a jump also. Um, I guess I just look at her strength score. She actually jumps farther than you. Oh. She has a pretty good strength score. I'm a cat and that elf jumps farther than me. I know, the cat, the tabaxi me. thing. She's got a long strength. So she's able to clear the oh, popcorn. Oh, clear the popcorn. Yeah. And does like a little roll and mm. uh, helps you move along. And thank goodness she didn't roll in the popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> Next up is the layer action. Of the theater. Of the theater and the mall. And the mall. As it bursts through, we'll say that that burst launched shrapnel in your guys' direction. Why don't you go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw? Mod succeeded on hers and dodges out of the way of a chunk of wall <laughs> that flies towards them. Okay, dex save. Yep. 15. 15. Okay. Um, you are in a situation where Mod dodges out of one and you look back just in time to see one fly right at you. How do you dodge it? Um, I think I'd. I think I set. I told you I, I set the projector down to throw the butter. Yeah. I think I'd just like dive into into the like, out out of the way toward the projector okay. to like go pick it up again. Okay. So you like dive roll towards the yeah. projector, and in that dive roll, a piece of large wall just goes <laughs> right up the top of your head. Okay. Now it's your turn. You dive roll, you scoop up the projector. Mm -hmm. Again, you get that hum of magical power from it. Yeah. And as you scoop it back up, you almost feel like a wave emanate out from it, just imperceptibly. But you feel something happen by you touching it. Okay. The big black stair is also known as the escalator. How close? Uh, yeah, they were, they were pretty close to the front of the theater. Yeah. Uh, I think maybe just 50 feet. Couple things I should lay out as you clear the entrance to the theater. Yeah. You guys are on floor nine. Down below you, floor eight. You know that floor eight has stairwell going down. Mm -hmm. It also has a hole going down. Oh, from right. From the restaurant, okay? So you have multiple ways down to floor seven. What you don't know and haven't yet seen until this moment is as you look out, there is an emergency stairwell to your right. Oh. That goes up. Up? Mm-hmm. I don't think I would want to go up. That's further away from the ground if I fall. <laughs> Just letting you give you, you the options. So that's what you see, and it is your turn. You do see a- There's 12 floors, right? 
There, there were eleven. Yeah, yeah. There's twelve total. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think once I go down to four eight, I kind of want to take the hole so it's faster than stairs. Okay. So you want to head down. Yeah. Okay. So as you go to rush down, are you using the escalator or the normal stairwell on the far side of floor nine? Escalator. Escalator. So you're just going for speed? Yeah. Okay, escalators. You know how they look? You don't Mm -hmm. know what they are as Kia. Yeah. It's just a non-moving black stairwell, but it's got those smooth black side hand hand bars. Yeah. And then bumpy steps steps going all the way down. Oh, I kind of want to... How possible would it be to slide on the handrail? I'd be (laughs) down. You would probably... I'd say acrobatics. Acrobatics. Uh, I check... What mod? Are you gonna tell Mod that too? Yeah. Mod's like, what are we doing? Fastest is gonna slide down the handrail. I'm gonna try. All right, <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it, and and she'll get ready to do it on her turn. Okay. Um, acrobatics. Mm-hmm. Twenty-two, cause I have plus four. Nice. You stick the uh, thing underneath your arm, yeah. and you hop onto the rail, and you go for a slide. We're gonna say that that's. <laughs> easily a dash a dash move without having to use your whole movement yeah or without having to use a dash yeah so you easily clear so you easily clear that 60 feet Wait. but you still have an action is my point is the escalator 60 feet long it i think with getting up to it oh yeah and then sliding down you've moved about 60 feet okay but you still have an action if you want to use it as you slide down the stairs you land perfectly and you find yourself in that food court looking yeah. area uh, there's chairs, there's tables, there's stuff all around you, and then there's stores along the sides. Seeing what this projector thingy did to the little constructs, mm-hmm. how far away is the biggie, the the scraclops behind I mean, he's me? He's still by in the theater. Oh, so he's a ways out, but you don't know how fast he can move. You haven't seen him run yet. Yeah. Um. Can I turn it on? The projector. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can. What do you want to do with it? I want to point it at the guy when he comes by. <laughs> okay, so you're kind of setting up like a defense thing? Yeah, because it did. It deactivated the little constructs. Mm-hmm. It, it might slow like them down. Or it seemed like they were either deactivated or distracted. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I mean, no, I, I guess love it. if it's moving toward me, then. If I still hold the projector, then it would move toward me, but might like distract it or slow mm-hmm. it down. Do you want to hold that because Mod's still coming down? Yeah. Okay, so why don't you hold that action? Hold it, and, yeah. But the Scrayclops is going to go first, if that's what you want to do, if that's okay. Yeah. Okay, Scrayclops, you can't see it anymore because you slid down. It explodes out of the room and you hear the of the footsteps coming towards you. Okay. Right as it makes a mad dash towards your oil and popcorn mess, <laughs> Maud goes, it slipped! Because I rolled a nat two on my dexterity <laughs> save. And uh, you hear this clatter and slide as the thing hits the oil, slides through the sticky popcorn, and just like slides all the way to mm-hmm. the escalator rail area, but like next to it. Oh. And is on all fours and is knocked prone. Oh. So it slides to a stop. What does its like body look like? Because you never It's really... very, almost 
wolf or large four-legged animal. It moves on four legs. Oh. But it has a crazy big mechanical head, one eye yeah. lens thing. And so it's fast and huge. It's probably like school bus sized. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's big. Probably 30 feet long. And only about 10 feet high, but it's a big creature. You get the idea that fighting this would not end well. <laughs> end well. But it slides to a stop and is knock prone. Maud's going to make her acrobatics check to go down. Uh, it's not as graceful as yours, <laughs> but uh, she, you know, got a 16. So okay. she slides yeah. down and she's uh, wobbling a little bit compared to you. But she gets down to the bottom. And as her action from that same kind of thing as you, she's going to take a table and move it in front of the escalator. Probably won't do much, but it's something. It's something. Like my like my butter and popcorn. Yep. And now we come back to the layer action. As Maud makes her way down, you are down on floor eight. Yeah. You are down at the bottom of the escalator. You look up at the guy. You see him crashed into the wall. You look down and you remember that there was rumbling. There were noises. There was something going on beneath the theater. Yeah. And as you look down, and you also remembered that there were no scrapers. You guys didn't run into any issue. Oh. And you look, and bursting out of the underneath part of the theater, an old restaurant, is a hodgepodge, slammed together, not many scrapers, but one golem, two-legged, massive saw blades, and you can tell that it's probably like 30 tiny little scrapers slammed together into a scraper golem construct. But it's smaller than the big Yeah, guy. it's only probably eight feet tall, but okay. it's still like a lot of little dudes put together, and it bursts through the wall. <laughs> and so now there's these two things. Two things. And oh, that no. was that. It's now your turn. Okay. I'm going to run because I see this going, and I'm going to yell to Maud. Um, is that what a golem looks like? Yep, that's not good. We need to get out of here now. And I'm going to run towards the hole, if I remember which restaurant it was in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you guys do. And yeah. it, it was kind of like kitty corner to the stairwell, so it was also yeah. out of the way. Yeah, I'd run to the hole, probably weep over the counter if I have enough. <laughs> so you make a dash, and we'll say for this round that you and Maud both are able to because that thing got knocked prone, it has to use half its movement to get back up and starts clambering down. You and Maud make a dash for the restaurant. Mm -hmm. Run, 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 run. Looking over your shoulder, you see the dude coming down the stairs, the big Scrayclops beast. Versus the... And then this golem. That is this probably is looks bad tiny. News. Yeah, this is bad news as far as you're concerned. You've never fought anything larger than you. Yeah. And there's two things that are massive. That are much, much larger than you. Much me. larger than you. And they are charging at you. As you dive over the counter and you get to that room with the hole in it, you look back and you notice that both of their lenses like focus in on you me? specifically. Because I had the little projector thing. And because it seems because of that you have this projector thing and they are running towards you. Do you want to turn it on still? Because we didn't get to that. Or are you going to just make a run? I'm going to, um, like, backing towards the hole, but I, like, I think I try to fiddle around and look for an on button. Okay. And there's, weirdly, like, past world tech is interesting because yeah. when it gets affected by these surges of magic, it's almost like parts of it get warped. And so yeah. it's a 
old movie projector, but there's also like runes covering it and it looks very magical now. Yeah. And you come around the side, you see a button with a rune on it that looks like a power button. <laughs> and you press it and the whole thing like hums to life. And it starts projecting out this movie. Mm-hmm. I believe it was the Avengers based movie. Yeah. Because Avengers they were like sharing a burger or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Spider Man was sharing a burger with Iron Man. Yeah. So they, so all of a sudden, the same scene displays, shoots up, and you have these, um, these images flashing down the hall towards these dudes. I want to like point out, try to, can I aim it? I guess. Since they're two feet apart for eye level, I probably can't do that, but um, try to aim it near their heads. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a projector, so yeah. it starts small, but it gets wide and large fast. Yeah. So it sends out this projection thing. Maud looks at you, she's like, what are you doing? I don't know. It just at least distracted those other, the little ones, so maybe big ones work as I, the same. I'll take it. And so you send it out, and in a moment you see two things happen. Number one, the golem, total dead eyes, comes to a stop. Yeah. And like goes into a shutdown mode. And it's probably 60 feet out of the room or something like that. The beast, his lens switches colors to like a bright amber. And it shakes its head and it looks like it's in pain, but it's like shaking its head. And it's like looking towards you and trying to clear that. But then slowly, as if it's going against a massive windstorm, still slowly starts. I expected as much from a giant <laughs> scraper, but it worked a little bit. It slowed it down. Yep. And, and then Maud is going to say, well, keep it up, but don't leave that thing behind. And then she hops down into the next floor area. Into four seven. Into I think I back up like looking behind me occasionally to like make sure I don't actually fall into the hole and then I'd probably trying to like raise it above my head so I still level with the Mod could like reach up maybe Mod reaches up and like grabs your feet yeah and like lowers you down slowly yeah I'd go and then she's like all right when you're ready drop it and let's run um I said three two one drop (laughs) okay she drops you down you guys hit the deck and you sprint through floor seven towards the stairwell. You hear this thud, 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 thud from up above as the thing clambers over towards the hole and you look back and you see that it's starting to climb down this hole. It's a big creature. So it's having It's struggling to get down the hole, but it is just coming after you guys. You start making a mad dash, dodging over obstacles, desks, crazy uh, office stuff. I believe floor seven had... Uh, had uh, Dog scrapers. Dog scrapers. Or wait, no, that was four or six. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. You start four, dodging seven was over arcades. stuff. Yeah, there's arcades. There's crazy machines that you're dodging over. In this room, I need you to roll a D6. Only a D6? Yep. Okay. And tell me what you get. Four. A four. You go down and suddenly part of the ceiling cracks, but it doesn't explode downward, but clouds of dust obscure your Ooh. vision. And so Wait, you need to make... The projector's still on. The projector's still light. on. It has light, but the, it's like putting yeah. turning your brights on in fog. It doesn't work. Yeah. So you need to make a perception or investigation check. Go ahead. Okay. And um, this is... We're in a situation now where I've been keeping track of how many successes or failures you've had. 
if you fail a certain amount of times, things are going to happen. If you succeed a certain amount of time, things are going to happen. Okay. Um, I got a... I did perception because that's my highest. Okay. And I got a 16. Okay, 16. You're able to, with that light from the projector, guide you in Maud's way. And you guys start making yourself down to the next stairwell. You can hear this thing crashing through behind you. It's got dust to deal with. It's got dust to deal with too. But we're past that point now. You make it to floor six stairs going down. With the office hallways. Uh-huh. And there's you as you get to the stairwell though, there's a broken out section of floor. You're okay. gonna have to make a jump. Okay. Or you're gonna have to climb Wait, down. Did I use my Pythons? Oh you did. That's right. You did. So you have your little things on the wall. Yeah. So you were able to shift. I think I think I want Maud to go over first so I can like Toss her, toss the her so that I can climb. Okay. Cool. So Maud goes over. She's able to make it. You toss her the projector, and you start going across. I need you to roll another d6. Okay. Two. Two. Suddenly, the creature explodes into the doorway of the stairwell, but is hit by that projector beam, and it just forces Rebel to fall towards you guys, but the thing stops. You make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. My first bad roll in a while. I've got an eight. <laughs> an eight. Okay. So, unfortunately, you get hit by a piece of rubble, and so you're actually going to take a little bit of damage. Okay. But it's just three damage. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> a piece of rubble hits you, right? Because you weren't quite fully up from the pitons yet. Yeah. You climb up, and Mod's like, let's move! And then you guys make a mad dash. This keeps going. You're going to keep going down, down, down floors, right? You're dodging over scrapers. You're dodging over battle that you've done. And you guys make it down. Two, four, floor five. five. Okay, floor five. You come up on it. And um, this is where you fought your first scrapers and got some clips. Yeah. As you make through your way through, floor five is also where you saw that hole in the wall. Yeah. So you dash into that opening where that like lobby thing where that was and you know that there's stairs in front of you you also know that there's this hole in the wall that you're able to look out of is the door open to that room yeah it was like a big open area yeah can i like as we dash by can i peek in make a perception or investigation check better 12 okay as you clear through that door you look out and the sky is not clear anymore you catch just a glimpse of multicolored clouds, clouds, but not in the distance anymore and not over your town anymore, but over the top of you. Of the scrape? Of the scrape. And as you pass by that window and you see that, you're holding the projector once more, mm-hmm. you feel another one of those <laughs> surges, and it's stronger this time. In just a moment, it's almost like you saw a lightning flash at that same moment through that opening. Oh, I can I yell to Mod? Mod. Just her name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Just. Oh, I know. I see it. Keep going. As you feel that surge, you guys make it down another floor to floor four. Four. Floor four was picked clean. I need you to roll a D six. Uh oh, six. Six. You get to floor four. Floor. Four. Floor, floor. <laughs> floor, floor. Uh, and suddenly the creature bursts through the floor above 
Four or five. Crashing a section of roof down, but in doing so, cracks the floor in front of you, <laughs> and there is now a slide taking you down to floor three. However, you need to make a dexterity save to see how well you slide down this rubble slide that just appeared. Okay. I'll go for mod two. Ooh, mod did really bad. 20, not nat. Okay. Um, so, not a full failure, a partial failure. Mod got a two. And so Mod's going to take a little bit of damage. She's going to take five damage. But she's doing okay because she was healed up. You guys slide down to floor three. Quick, a quick, easy exit down to floor three. Totally pick clean. As you stand up, I would like you to make an Arcana check. Arcana? Oh, no. Or at least not super bad. Um, eight. Eight. Another one of these surges happens. <laughs> yep. And this time you feel part of you got like pulled with it. This lightning strike and thunder this time. <laughs> and Wait, how, how far away is Immediate. Thunder? Okay. It's. It is it's on top the, of you. Kaboom. Yeah. Crack a boom just happened. Now, as you get to floor three and you feel the surge, two things happen. Okay. Number one, you look at Maud. And suddenly, her skin turns polka dotted. <laughs> Wait, is it? It's normal color, but with polka dots, or no? It's is like it? pink polka dots. <laughs> and she sprouts feathers from her body at the same time. <laughs> and before you have a chance to react, this is going to be the first of an event that's going to happen periodically when you are in a wild magic storm. Yeah. You are in a wild magic storm. This is no good. No. Sometimes. Good things happen. We're inside a past world building, though. You are, but you are in a situation where it's subtle. The effects of this are happening. And normally, I was just going to say, normally being inside a past world building would protect you. But something about that artifact that you're holding. Isn't. You feel like it's calling the storm to you, maybe. You're not quite sure because you didn't roll very high. But you feel like the storm is drawn just like the creatures are drawn to, to the, this artifact. To the projector. And so I would like you to roll a D100. A D100 with a D10? On my nonsensically made wild magic table that I have created. Okay, with a D10, Two right? Two D10s, yeah. One's a 10 and one's a 100. Oops. 30, or no, sorry, 52. A 52. Let us just scroll down these 100 options that I made up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Suddenly, you immediately hear or I, you, you see something first okay mm -hmm. you see a portal open up in front of you you've probably never seen a portal before but you you've heard of them yeah it's a swirling multicolored rainbow portal opens up okay from the portal a chorus of ethereal voices starts cheering for you <laughs> and applauding you and as if you are Putting on a play, you hear this massive sound of applause and cheering, and somebody yells, Hey, good job out there. <laughs> You're doing great. <laughs> and cheers go and go and go, okay? Okay. And before you can react through the portal, a purple tentacled blob <laughs> shoots out and hits you in the chest. And the cheers are still going. The cheers are still going, but as it flies out and hits you in the chest, you look down and you see a wide-eyed 
on iStocks. Oh. Flooper, super, super terrified creature with a bunch of little tentacles beneath its feet and a very, very large mouth and uh, wide eyes of fear going, (laughs) and uh, just looks at you and screams. Well, Kia would (laughs) probably pick it up with like a like a paw and go like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Why? Why are you screaming? And it just goes "Ah!" (laughs) because as you go, why are you screaming? It looks behind you before it even has a chance to talk, and the creature is jumping down your slide. And you guys need to keep on running. Um, seeing as the creature is still in my hand, I'd probably just forget about it and hold onto it still. <laughs> just because you got a projector in one hand <laughs> that's just on behind you in your armpit. Yeah. You got a creature in the other, just going, <laughs> just totally terrified. And you guys make a dash for floor two. Two. Like, would this be like an animal handling check? or To do what? Um, to calm it down? No, or? to like figure out what it is, or would that be a nature? Nature, animal handling, I'm fine with either. I better animal handling. Eight. Uh, you have no idea. It's football-shaped, um, oblong. Kia has no idea. The I daughter do. might know, but that's not the point. Yeah, that's what I Kia. said. Kia would do Kia this. has no I idea. It's squishy. It's like holding... A sack of jelly. <laughs> it's just screaming out of its little mouth. <laughs> and at the same time, you probably feel it's fear. You feel fear coming from it. Like, oh, like. Funky. It's making me terrified by being terrified. Well, or you're just sensing that it yeah. has fear also. Start making a dash. And you're going to head down to the next level. The next level is the lobby, which was used as like the base Hub yeah. and starting point. Well, the next and level was one. Next one level is... one was after that was the parking garage, oh, yeah. which was like the town bunker. But the second floor is like the rummager hub. Okay. Is there any other rummagers here? You guys make your way down, down, down to the next floor. I need you to roll a d6 one more time. Ooh. Six again. Six. Um, but it's different. Um, I'm rotating it. So it's not always the same. A six this time is scrapers explode from the walls. From the walls? And like like just from the sides of oh, yeah. the area. And they rush out towards you, but they're all really little. And you can't tell if they're coming to attack you or just get in your way, but you need to dodge them. Um or do something. Projector. Oh, okay. <laughs> projector is useful. Um and probably set the little Kia doesn't know what this is. Onto onto the projector and say, "You sit here," <laughs> and <laughs> and turn the projector like toward the like a like a spotlight of yeah of deflection yeah. Um, wherever you point it, the things just shut down, and you're able to like run over the top of them. Okay. And you and Mod are just kicking them out of the way. Mod's like, "Keep moving." As the little purple football shaped blob of goo is still on top of the projector. Mm-hmm. Okay. You guys clear floor two. You get down to the first floor. Parking garage. You can see outside. Wait, the door's open? Yeah, the door was open as you came into. It was just a big open yeah. archway thing to oh. the parking garage. 
you can also see that there is multicolored cloud fog out there. Oh. It's staying outside of the building? It's like the bulk of it is staying outside of the building, bulk. but you got some effects oh, of yeah. the wild magic storm. But it is over the top of the building right now. Can I see past? You can see kind of past it. You can see the town. The town was pretty far off. Yeah. But it's actually sunny out that way pretty oh. far. Okay. Um. Maud looks at you and she says, we, we can make a dash for it. Maybe we'll clear the storm. Can I? Here. Um, can I make a, like, a investigation to, like, see how far away the town is? Like, or sorry, far away the edge of the storm is? Mm-hmm. Or you could do perception, too. Perception? Yeah, whichever okay. one. Perception's higher. Eleven. Eleven. It's it's hard to tell. It's yeah. It's pretty thick. It's not that you, it doesn't look crazy far. Eleven's not that bad. But you don't have, like, a distance for sure. You know that going out there is not suggested. <laughs> not is suggested. not a great idea, but who knows? Wait. I felt the surge after I turned it on, right? You did. Can I flick it off? You <laughs> flick it off, and in that moment of flicking it off, you feel one last surge. <laughs> and all of the tiny little scrapers that were in that room... Floor number one. On floor, yeah. It was. They were chasing you though. You oh, only knocked yeah. out some of them in floor two. They're starting to come through. You see them get blasted backwards, and then all of a sudden, clear skies, beautiful, <laughs> in front of you. Okay. So. If you turn it on, it deactivates scrapers, but it also tracks wild magic storms. So it seems. Okay. Well, it's off now, so it's time to run. <laughs> and Maud goes, run! And the thing goes, <laughs> and you're on top of the projector as the creature <laughs> bursts through the last level and starts rushing towards you guys. Are you going to make a run? I'm going to make a dash. You make 60 a dash. Feet. 60 feet. As you clear the thing, you look up and you can see the clouds finally starting to dissipate. Yeah. And uh, the storm is clear, the skies are clear, and right at about that time, you see on the horizon a crazy automated carriage <gasps> with no horses that comes screaming out of the town or town. <laughs> and sitting in the front seat are two people in the passenger seat, Gunther. Yeah, <laughs> that's Shell got goggles on his face. He is screaming towards you, and then sitting next to him is an old lady that uh, you haven't really met before or seen before. Um, but she's just a human, just a human old lady. She she's driving. Is driving. Her w- crazy white hair is whipping behind her, <laughs> um, and she slams this carriage thing to a stop, and she says, "Get in fast." <laughs> in that voice. <laughs> in that voice. Get in now. Um, I obey and put the projector in the. You put the projector in. The crazy fluffy creature is in the back of the. Fluffy or f- flumpy. <laughs> we know what it is. Um, you jump in the back. Maud jumps in the back, and you guys peel out and make your escape. <laughs> and as you look back, 
And as you clear and get the distance, and as you've turned the thing off, you look back and you see the creature like come out of the parking garage and its little lens eye goes, but it stops. Stops. And after a minute, the lens goes from like this amber color back to blue and it like looks around a little bit and then it starts making its way back into the scrape. Oh, wait, it was blue? It You'd never seen it. Blue. Blue, but it's blue now. Oh, it's like And it happy. starts slowly making its way back into the scrape. <laughs> Wait, does it climb on the outside? Because I feel like that'd be quicker. <laughs> I, sure. Let, yeah, that's what happens. It looks back. It looks up towards those top floors and leaps and clambers up the side of the building and crawls through that hole in floor five that you can see. Yeah. You got out. Yeah. You didn't have too many failures. I have a weird So, thing. well, yeah. So what happens is, is you lay there. <laughs> I probably was sitting here like wondering how this thing is moving without horses. Uh-huh. And the curtain by the front opens up and Gunther says, are you all right? Yes. If phys- if you mean physical, we mental s- is questionable. Well, we saw the storm and um, we weren't sure what was happening, but we saw the storm and we came immediately as we could. This is my old rummager pal, Theodora. Oh, hey, it's me, <laughs> Theodora, here to save the day yet again. Yet again? Well, those are tales for another time, and her and Gunther just laugh. <laughs> and uh, you get the idea that she's an old rummager or something. Yeah. And she goes, glad we got here in time to help you guys. We're going to get you back to town quick. They close the curtain, and you hear them chatting up there. Yeah. Wait, there's like a curtain? Yeah. It's, it's like, like a Because they're like in the front of the carriage. Yeah. As if there were horses, but there's like levers. Oh, yeah. Like, and they're screaming along. Bump. <laughs> it's not comfortable. No. You're bumping along. Mods sitting there catching her breath. <sighs> that was the craziest thing I've ever done. It's the things I turned blue. Maybe it was proximity? I don't know. You're crazy, and I like you. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and she just sits there and rests. And uh, as you look over and see this creature that was like purpley gray. Yeah. Like... Eyes are wide, looking around, <laughs> looking all around. Its eye stalks stick up from its head, and it sees everything, and it starts calming down, and it turns more into, like, a normal, like, light blue color on its tentacles, and its body's kind of more of a gray, kind of a gray-blue. Yeah. And it just takes a moment and looks towards you. Expectantly. Um, I look at it again and say... So, you stopped screaming, and you changed colors. How'd you change colors? <laughs> well, I, um, I stopped being afraid. Why does that have a, have a thing to do with colors? Because I'm a flumph. A what? that's what we do. A what? A flumph. And what are you? A tabaxi? Oh, that's weird. <laughs> And it floats up off the uh, carriage floor and is just hovering there and looking around. It looks out the windows and looks out everything. He goes, where am I? Um, in elsewhere? In, um, near the town of Map's Edge? We just, um, escaped the scrape? You've never heard of this before? His color turns more like orange. He goes, no, 
I have a feeling I'm, uh, uh, not where I'm supposed to be. Where'd you come from? Because I saw that portal and then you smacked into my chest. What? I was in a happy little cave with a happy little uh, adventuring party. And we were clearing things out of a dungeon. And I was just having fun hanging out with them. And then suddenly a portal opened up and now I'm here with whatever you are. I already told you, a tabaxi. I know, but I don't know. It's like a... I'm just not sure. Uh, well... Huh. Weird. An adventuring party? Did you... Did you know where the cave was? It was my home until the adventuring party showed up. And they just had such wonderful thoughts that I... I just was drawn to... I like to feed on thoughts. Thoughts? You mean, like, you, like... You suck... No, 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 no. More like uh, absorbing ambient energy. I don't know. I like to be near happy people. Oh, okay. Yeah, I get that. Um, you don't know... Did the adventurers tell you where they came from? Like... No idea. I don't... I didn't speak their language. What do you mean? You're speaking my language. Yeah, but they were all short and furry and hairy. They were talking in a language I didn't understand. They had lots of beards. <laughs> beards everywhere. And they carried lots of hammers and axes. Thank you for letting me help, or letting me escape with you. That creature was terrifying. Yeah. What was that? No idea. Okay. I call it a scray corpse, though that's just a matter of naming. I have actually no idea what it is. <laughs> well, I guess I'll stick with you for now and we'll figure out what's going on here and how I got here, but... uh and he holds out one of his tentacles, which turns back teal, and he hands it to you like a handshake, and he says, uh, My name's Flibbit. Um, my name's Kia. Ah. Hi. Uh, I, 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 like, take two, like, fingers and... Shake a yeah. tentacle. And he turns a very teal color, and he goes, I like you. You seem to be happy. I mean... Yes? <laughs> and confused. Yes. Happy and confused. Two of my favorite emotions. <laughs> <laughs> you like being confused? Well, I don't. I like when other people are confused. It's a funny feeling. Ah, I see. Okay. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you guys scream along the path and start making your way back towards Map's Edge. The projector is off, off but next to you and procured. You got a map from Maud to some treasure nearby. And the day is beautiful and sunny. And stormless. And stormless. For now. <laughs> and you have a new little friend at your side. Named Flibbit. Named Flibbit. Who is a flump, which I'm very happy about. Yes. Well, Kia might not be, but I am. <laughs> and um, yeah, so that's going to be like, uh, we're going to run that guy as a little sidekick, I think. Yay. So that'll be fun. Um, but <laughs> I believe that is the end of our campaign episode today. Yay? <laughs> Yay, you got out. You I, did pretty good. I, I was expecting more failures. You did good rolls. Yeah. I had some pretty crazy stuff that was going to happen if you were failing. Wait, did you kill me? I wouldn't... Hey, you don't know. You don't know. Maybe you would have had to deal with more wild magic surges, though. That mm-hmm. was a potential. Maybe the creature would have caught up to you and done some damage. I was really curious, and you didn't do it, but I was curious if you were going to take the route up. <laughs> Because I did have some options for you up there. Oh. But I was like, I'm going to give it to you as an option. I didn't 
I didn't want to go up because that is away from ground level and escape. It's true, but you never know what would have been up there. Maybe some crazy stuff would have been up there. All right. Is that everything? Um, yeah. That was a fun one. Less combat, more... Escaping. Escape the <laughs> Tower of Doom. What? Yep. All right. <laughs> so, I was the dad. I'm the daughter. And thank you for listening to... Dadventurous. Dad we said it at basically the same time. <laughs> Dadventurous. All right. Um, we will see you next time. Uh, thank you for listeners. For... Yeah, maybe next time we'll have five listeners. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Dad and Daughter Q and A, Q and A D and D, if you will. <laughs> and today we had a question from a parent about they wanted to start playing D&D with their kids and they asked where do I start because there's so much content out there there is you're right uh and I think that's kind of one of those things that is daunting for people early on where they think that you go to you look at the D&D source books and there's like 40 of them yeah and there's like a ton of adventures and there is 700 classes and subclasses and items and it feels very overwhelming at first. Yeah. But when it really boils down to it, you don't need pretty much any of that except the core mechanics, which you can actually get for free. Uh, there's documents, the SRD document online. Maybe I'll link it somewhere in our social media. And basically it's the basic rules of the game for free. The rest of it is making it up. And especially with kids, you don't really want to follow that highly focused and structured gameplay. We yeah. didn't. No. <laughs> no. We didn't start that way at all. Elsewhere is completely made up. Elsewhere is made up, but it's not our first time playing either. We've no. done this for a while. We started playing back when you were like seven. We just kind of did a lot of rule of cool stuff. Yeah. Like, for example, in our previous campaign, the daughter played an elf that she wanted to have fly. And there's nothing in the rules that says there's a flying elf race. But does it matter? No. So I slapped some wings on an elf and said, sure, here you go. Why not? I homebrewed three oven sub races. You did indeed. As long as it's as long it's as it's like playable. Yeah, as long as it's not overpowered. Yeah. And one of the things that I do pretty much all the time, so you have a wolf, right? Yeah. The stats for a wolf. You can look it up online. You have the monster manual. You can look it up. But a wolf is boring. So instead, I'm going to make it a rabid wolverine. There might be stats for a rabid wolverine, but I could just use the stats for the wolf because the description and the imagery is all that matters. I can call it whatever I want. Because... Both of us have done that a lot for wanting people to fight higher level things, but them not being able to because totally. they're low level. Like wanting to fight a dragon, but you can't do that when you're level two. No, but you could fight a couple giant bats that are reskinned as little baby dragons, or you could fight a small young dragon at a lower level. Yeah, yeah, and it can be really confusing at first, like you said. Um, but it is really good to start small with one of the preset adventures or make up your own. But 
don't really worry about like needing to have all of the stuff out there because that would cost be, you thousands of dollars. Yeah, cost you thousands <laughs> of dollars and be really confusing to look through it all. Yeah, in the end, it's about telling a story and having a good time and rolling some dice. Dice. Dragons. Trolls. All right. That is all for Uh, Q&A time. I was the dad. I was the daughter. And we'll answer your questions next time. On Dadventurous. All right. We just wanted to make a quick shout out to the folks over at plus1togaming.com. And for everyone else, as we wrap up the episode, just wanted to remind everyone to connect with us on social media, leave your comments, and subscribe to our podcast on whichever platform you use. If you got any burning questions out there, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear from the kids out there. Ask us anything, and you just might find your question featured in one of our future episodes. Thanks for joining us on this incredible journey, and stay tuned for more Dead Vent. Dangerous.